As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Life in the Word. I am Dr. Vanita Johnson, and I am ready to get at the word. Listeners all around the world, I want to welcome you all. All those that are over in Germany, overseas, over in Mexico, even our great friends uh, over in Peru, we want to welcome you all. Even the great United States of America, as we thank you for uh, tuning in to the podcast on today. All around the world, we are... Uh, encouraged that you will uh blessed that you are will be encouraged empowered and this will be an insightful podcast and welcome uh sister deborah welcome and also this will be a practical podcast just for you today so you are in the right place 
I thank God for you all for uh, tuning in or wherever you are, no matter if you're riding in your car, no matter if you're sitting at your desk, you have your earphones on, you're at the right place at the right time. So I just want to welcome you all. Uh, welcome, welcome all those who are signing in, those who are our silent listeners out there. Um, come on and sign in so we can hear from you. Um, but nevertheless, we thank you. Thank you for being our silent listener and those that are in our chat room. So I want to welcome the new listeners as well. We have some new listeners that um, are uh, joining the uh, Life in the Word. We thank you all for your comments that you make. We thank you for uh, just uh, coming in and just encouraging us as we continue to do the uh, work of the Lord on this earth while we can. Amen. So welcome uh, to the podcast and we pay, pray that this segment of the Financial Awareness 2021 has been a blessing to you all. So make sure you go back and download last week's podcast on Battle Budget. Yes, where I gave you all 30. Yes, I gave you 30 extraordinary simplified ways to combat your budget and what? And win. Yes, you are winners. Yes, so you can establish a budget no matter what, no matter how much money you make or where your mindset is concerning money, you can win at this. And the amount of proper information that you uh, intake uh, and you are willing to invest in to grow what you have uh, received, we just uh, pray that you uh, be a better steward, be desire to have a, a greater stewardship over what God has given you. So with that being said, Hashtag reset. We are resetting our thinking. There is a scripture I'm reminded of, Proverbs 13 and 16. It says, a wise man thinks ahead, a fool doesn't, and even brags about it. My, my, my. We are talking about being better. We're talking about being a greater steward of what God has blessed us with. And today's podcast is going to help Clarify your goals, set priorities, and see savings and investing in, in a different way. Yes, so often when we do not understand a process, we tend sometimes to shy away from uh, getting to understand what it is because it's, it's unknown. It, it may be foreign to us. And so often it's just a human nature to shy away from the progress uh, in that area that we can progress to. So when I think, when I think about getting our bodies fit and healthy, it requires making our bodies a priority, right? I remember going to the gym. I had a goal set. Uh, it was my priority every night at six to seven. That was my priority to be at the gym. Well, it takes that same attention and energy to get our finances to a healthy state and keeping it strong. Am I right? So this leads us to our special guest. That's right, uh, Sister Deborah. This leads us to our special guest. Let's get to it. So life in a word, I want you to help welcome our financial coach. Uh, uh, he's a trainer, CEO, Mr. Terrence Hill. Welcome. So glad you are here with us today and our listeners are as well. Welcome Terrence Hill to life in the word. Thank you. Thank you so much, Benita, for uh, having me here and, and especially Bill Monk, uh, everyone else. I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to speak and teach and empower everybody who's listening tonight. 
Yes, we have people listening from all over. And um, yes, Sister Deborah, you're going to be empowered. You're going to be empowered by what you're going to receive. And I hope you're you're in a, era, a place that you can write down some notes, but you can always go back to the podcast. And that's any of you all can always go back to this podcast and take um, more notes uh, to get a greater understanding. You can listen as many times as you want because Life in the Word is on demand at every podcast uh, station that's uh, out there. We have Spotify, iHeartRadio, and um, different podcasts that you will be able to go back to. I uh, Apple, we have Apple and Google as well. So you can go back and hear. Uh, if you miss anything, don't worry. Do not fret. Amen. So, Terrence, how is everything going in 2021? Well, everything in 2021 for me is going amazing, better than amazing, shall I say. Yes. And, uh, especially in, in the area that we are talking about today, um, Benita. And uh, for those, you know, I just want to introduce myself real quick. And just so your listeners uh, know my background and uh, me, I was, uh, you know, 20 year military um, Army vet. I retired back in 2015, cool. and uh, I started. Yeah, I know, right? Cool. <laughs> and I started. Uh, I started learning money uh, when I was 12 years into the military. And uh, at that time, I before I started learning, I did have more months than I had money. Now here's the crazy thing. You know, I was born. I'm a you know, <laughs> I'm a Southerner country boy. I was born in Perry, Georgia. Okay. And the, and the craziest thing about it, I was a PK kid. Okay. So, you know, for people that understand, you know, that's a pastor's kid, right? Yes. So, uh, did grow up in church. And, uh, the crazy thing about it was, though, that, uh, when my daddy died at the age of 89, and he was a pastor, and, uh, when he died, he didn't get it right in this area that we're talking about tonight. When it comes to finance, okay, I just wanted to put that out there because of every time I sat in the, uh, congregation, he, never read a scripture that, that that talked about money and 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 i believe the reason why he didn't because he wasn't educated even though he was a pastor and he was called but he didn't have the experience because of, he lacked the knowledge you know coming from you know being a slave or whatever the case may be and he had a fourth grade education so he didn't understand a lot of this stuff that we're going to talk about tonight so when i was in the military Benita, I was like, I have to do something different. Mm-hmm. I love my dad, but when yes. I die, I don't want to have only $800. And that's all he yes. left me with, $800, and I'm the baby. Yes. So uh, I started this in 2008, understanding and studying what I was working for, what I was trading my time for. And, of course, I was, you know, had more money than I had money, but eventually I got it right. And now after applying these principles, me and my wife, you know, we are a family of four inside the house, and uh, we are now able to invest, you know, 50% of our current income. We live off of 40%, but, of course, we tied with our yes. 10%. Yes. So uh, we learn how to become debt-free, and we learn the ultimate thing that we wanted. It was just time, freedom, Benita. So uh, I yes. just wanted to put that out there in front of the listeners. But 2021 has been better than amazing. Uh <laughs> We've been protected and we've been blessed. Yes. That is uh, just exciting news to hear someone say uh, 2021 um, has been a blessing uh, because coming out of 2020, so many people were so um, distraught about what was going on in their life. 
and uh, entering into 2021. Some people are still in that space, but it's all in where you, uh, where your mindset is. I mean, we're blessed to be alive. We're blessed to uh, have our health because everyone did not enter into 2021. Uh, Terrence, am I right? You, hey man, you dead on it. You <laughs> are dead on it. I promise you they did. <laughs> <laughs> and what you mentioned about your dad is that so often our parents didn't get uh, get didn't get it right when we were growing up. Um, but doing this podcast, we're going to let you know, listeners, that it's not too late. Don't look at your age, even if you're 65 or, or 70, it's not too late to have a, a healthy financial uh, lifestyle. So don't just throw it all, um, throw it away because of your age. And we're going to uh, show you all how to do that as we go throughout the podcast. So Tara, share with our listeners about how you began this finance journey. <laughs> and that's real funny that you said that. And this is true. You're going to laugh about this too. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, I was in the military. I was a staff sergeant in the military, in the army, right? Yes. And my wife, which she is uh, Hispanic, she's a Mexican, uh, a Mexican lady. And uh, she came home one day and she was talking about money in a way that I couldn't comprehend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't speak Spanish. So yeah. I was like, oh. I said, baby, wait, you ain't never talked like this before. Uh-huh. I need to meet the person that you talk to. Yeah. And so uh, one day uh, she put me on the phone with that person, which was her platoon sergeant. And uh, he started talking to me and he started speaking life, financial mm. life inside of me. Wow. And it all lined up with the Bible. Mm. And I said, you know what? I need to be connected with him because you heard me say earlier, I had more months than money, you know, yes. <laughs> and I pulled at a lot of people, right? And so uh, I had to figure out how to make ends meet. And I just had a transparency moment. And I just, you know, I, I God, if this you, <laughs> yes. it got to be expensive to be sending somebody my way talking about money. You know, I'm struggling. So I had a transparency moment. And uh, what I did was, Benita, I just sat down. And mm-hmm. I listened, and I took notes, and yeah. I came up with a plan. Just like you say, you know, create the vision, you know, yes. write it down, and that's exactly what I did, Benita. Yes, that is so often what we have to do. Write the vision down, make it plain. And as we listen and our ears are open, God will, uh, the Holy Spirit will leave and, and lead and direct us and give us everything that we need to be successful in the areas that God has called us to um, succeed in. And, and that's succeeding in life. That's succeeding in the things that bring glory unto him. So, so many people, um, uh, Terrence talk about getting out of debt. We hear it all the time, right? We're, we're like in the same field. So why is it so challenging to accomplish that task of getting out of debt when so many talk about it and some training that's available? Why is that so challenging for those to get out of debt? <laughs> well, Here's my thought about people getting out of debt, okay? Now, the first thing is, and, and I told you, I, I, I got to shift the note, which I, uh-huh. I have to, because I just said it and mentioned the other day. And, uh, and, and and people, I think they really do have great intention. Uh-huh. But I'll share this story with you real quick. It was this man sitting on the porch, an old man, right? And yes. uh, he had a dog, right? And uh-huh. the dog sitting on the porch but there's another young man that walked by every day and he just hit a dog moan all the time just moaning howling and uh the third day that that young man walked by and he looked up and stopped and asked the old man he said why every time i walk by here your dog is moaning and howling 
Uh-huh. He said, because, the old man said, because he's sitting on a nail. Mm. And uh, the, the young boy said, well, how come he don't get up? Uh-huh. The old man said, because it's not hurting him bad enough, Anita. <laughs> this is the reason, I know that's a joke, but this is the reason why a lot of people don't. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't want to first get out of debt because it's just not painful enough. Because yes. we know if it's bad, guess what? Yeah. You're going to change. We're going the wrong way. We need to change. <laughs> but uh, here's what they don't understand, though. A lot of times people don't understand, Benita, that uh, what's causing the debt. Okay? So if anybody out there taking notes, I just want you to write this down, please. See, to attack debt is something that's causing it. Yes. And a lot of people are not taught about this. So if you're taking notes, it's called taxes, high taxes. Mm. See? The reason why I want to talk about that and cover that real quick, Benita, for the simple fact that, you know, it's about tax season and people are getting refunded. Yes. And here's what we understand, Benita, about a refund. A re, you know, I really don't have no, you know, college education, but I'm not good at English. But I know re mean again. A and comeback, we know yes, fun, again. that means money. Yes. So people getting their money again. So mm. what happened? In the beginning, why did you overpay to get the refund? Mm. See, taxes cause debt. So that's a good one for anybody to write down. Taxes is what cause debt. See, for me, a lot of people don't understand how to minimize their taxes first. So they don't have to go get into debt. Yes. You know what? That's key right there. Sister Deborah said, wow. And she said, this is wisdom. And you said, it's tax season. And what always happens in tax season, uh, Terrence, uh, Sister Deborah, you, you understand this. What happens in tax season? People are looking for a large refund, right? <laughs> they, because they're trying to get a car or they want to buy some furniture. And, and they, they expect to have a large tax return. So, Terrence, if they have a large tax return, what do that mean? What do that tell us? But that, that, that's where you get the word re- refund from. That means you overpaid those 12 months. And I ain't got to lie to you, you know, y'all heard where I come from. So that was the biggest check my family had ever seen in their lifetime. And we repeated that cycle 
ever since I was a young boy, kept growing and getting older and older. So all those years, that's what we was getting, even though we didn't get any interest mm. <laughs> on that month. Mm. And as a matter of fact, and I like to tell people, just think about it. If you know your vehicle, your car, whatever you drive, if you know it'll only hold uh, $10 worth of gas, yes, you don't go into the store and say, put 20 on pump two. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right what people are doing and they don't understand that's what they doing because no one ever taught them how to correct correctly fill the the form w4 now where i'm from Benita, out of georgia the people they would say well how many kids you got right <laughs> Back growing up people used to uh uh use other people's kids just yes. so they could get a bigger refund not knowing that they was overpaying throughout the whole year. And that is something that so many millions probably don't even understand. I want to welcome Irene Diaz to Life in the Word. Welcome. She said, um, Terrence, that large refunds mean overpayment of taxes all year long. Exactly. And taxes causes debt. And that's that. that is so enlightening to many of our um, listeners because... Many of you all probably didn't even think that, had not even thought about it. You were just so concerned that, oh, I want to get this large uh, refund back because every year uh, they already got a plan. What they think about it. We yes. don't mentally spend that money before we even got it. Yes, exactly. So I'm going to ask you, so what are some of the first steps in getting started in a path toward that uh, healthy uh, financial lifestyle? And the reason I say lifestyle is because it should be a way of life, not a situation. Because situations is something you enter into and then you you exit out of. So how do we get that healthy financial lifestyle mindset, change the way we're thinking, even though we may have grown up in a certain uh, household and this is what we've always known, it's never too late to change a mindset. And uh, we want a healthy environment. What are some of the first steps, if you could share with our listeners and getting started on that path? What, what I would say, the very first step is get you a mentor. Ah, good, good. <laughs> That's the first step. You have to have a mentor because you being you got you where you are today. Yes. If yes. you can be where you want to be being who you currently are, you'll be there already. So that's proof. That's proven fact that you're not where you want to be. You need some help getting there. Exactly. And the best way to get help is to find someone who's already there. <laughs> they love to plant seeds. You're absolutely you right. You know, even on my job, I found a mentor uh, to help me, um, with, give me wisdom and, and information, knowledge to get to where uh, I plan. My plan on my job is to get to. So if, if my plan is to become a GS-15 um, my mentor is not going to, in, in work wise, is not going to be a GS3. You know, it's going to be someone that has that experience. They have uh, lived that, um, been through situations that I'm going to go through, and they have already been there to help me. So, just like what we we're talking about, financial mentor is a person that, not a person that's drowning in debt how they're going to mentor you. It's somebody that has come out of that and they're living this yep. lifestyle and that's what we want. Exactly. Exactly. You ain't never lied about that. And, and, and you know, that's just like when people, you go to somebody and that's what most people do. I don't know why and I haven't figured that out, but they will listen to 
a broke, struggling friend. Now, yeah. I'm just speaking from my experience. I've been broke, and I did. This was me. I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I went through. I listened to my broke, struggling friends who were broke, broken than me. And yes. if you ever, it's like two people getting in in, in in a lake of water, and they can't swim. Right. Also, I'm gonna drown. Right. You, you're so yeah. right. I want to welcome uh, Delilah also. She said, absolutely, we need a mentor to get us to where we're trying to get uh, to, to go in life. You're absolutely right. And, you know, um, Terrence, having a mentor in areas that we desire to strive in, uh, even having a, uh, starting your own business, you will find someone that already have a business um, to mentor you, not an individual that hasn't done that. You know, I, I was writing, I wrote a book that launched out in the, in December and my mentor was a person who wrote a book. They have already went through those things. They shared with me, uh, and they kept me motivated. Now you can have people that keep you motivated and encouraged, but we're talking about people that mentor you, um, cause they have been there and that is important. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. You you more than welcome. You need somebody to help shorten the learning curve. Yes. So I've even shared uh, terms with our listeners last year when Don Robinson was on. She came onto the podcast and, and talked about um, finances. She gave her uh, testimony how they paid off maybe about one hundred and sixty four thousand or so dollars uh, of of debt. And but I tell you this: um, during this pandemic, it has actually catapulted my husband and I to progress out of debt faster than we were if it were if we were not in a pandemic and I'm not glorifying a pandemic but we used that opportunity to come out of debt because why we were not driving anywhere we were not going out anywhere we sat down we wrote a plan and we completed that plan we did not half half step. We did not stop in the middle uh, of that plan and got. We didn't get tired, but we continued on and we married up with other individuals that were already out of debt. People like Don Robinson and her husband and, and other people within our organization. Um, my my great as well. We paid off from January to August. We paid off sixty four thousand um, dollars of debt during that time. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry, correct. Forty. we paid our $43,000 of debt during that time. And I tell you, we used that opportunity to do so. So as I've said um, before, I have been out of debt four times. Listeners, y'all hear me? Y'all listen very close. I've been out of debt four times. And and I always uh, say, for me, speaking about Vanita, it's, it's easier for me to get out than to stay out. And Terrence, I want you to help us with that. How do we uh, stay focused when it comes to um, coming out of debt or uh, starting a business? How do we stay focused and don't get distracted? And, that, and that's a good question. And once again, congratulations on, on getting out of debt because that's good. And, and I like to tell people just, you know, for the people that's listening, just and if you are in debt, just imagine what life is like with zero debt. Now, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and I know that's good. So, like, um, man, Benita, I'm so sorry. I just got the question. <laughs> yes, just share with our listeners um, how uh, to stay focused um, on. Oh, yeah, in, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, and, that, and that's the key right there. And uh, if anybody listens, just write this down. Your only focus 
is to remain focused. Yes. And the reason I say that, Benita, because to me, there's no such thing as distraction. Mm. Don't nothing come and put a gun to your head and say, look at me. <laughs> you have to take your attention and give it energy. You That took your effort to do that. You're absolutely but right. The plan, when you said have that plan, see, you have, or we are using what we call a cash flow strategist. Okay. A cash flow strategist, financial advisors use it too, but you have to have money to go talk to a financial advisor. Now, no, we're not knocking financial advisors. They're great people, uh-huh. but most people have the money to go talk to them. So when you use the cash flow strategist, it shows you step by step what you must do to hit. You created the goal. You is your vision. Now, if you're not true to your own vision, yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else, you know, you got to stay focused. That's yeah. your vision. You have to stay focused. Remember, you can't be that dog, you know, sitting on the nail. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. You can't stay focused. Yes, you got to get up and move. Um, it reminds me of the man that was in, uh, in, in the scripture that was by the uh, pool of Bethesda that he blamed um, others. It was in John 5. He blamed others for not helping him. Well, you're getting the tools that you need. And the tools are out there, as we said earlier on in this podcast, the tools are there. Utilize those tools. Get a mentor, like uh, Terrence uh, has said, and stay focused. Don't get distracted by what other people are doing and and who's buying what. And you know, June, June, uh, you're familiar with June. He he's one of uh, one of the great investors that uh, help teach and train in that area. He talked about um, buying a brand new car and how much money is wasted. See, those are the type of uh, tools and type of wisdom that that you listen to someone that's that's doing well in the area that you're trying to uh, do well in yourself. Uh, But those are choices that we make. We make our own decisions. But when you do make those decisions and I make my decisions, I'm going to have to live up to them. I mean, I have to I'm going to have to, you know, say, hey. That was a decision that I made. And there's consequences um, like overspending. (laughs) Overspending is another um, thing that uh, happens in the life that we we live in saying that we want to be debt free, but we continue to overspend. When you say cash flow, Terrence, can you explain a little bit more? What exactly is a cash flow? What does that mean? Okay. And and that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, Because a lot of people, Benita, they don't get these terminologies. So, they are when when you don't understand the terminology, it'll lead you to an ungodly perspective. Yes. Because we are told that in the Bible it say he give us the ability to attain wealth. So yes. I I'm tell everybody what cash flow means. Cash flow and income are two different things. Mm. First, let me hit income. Income is measured by dollars, money. Everybody know we go to work or we operate our business trade our time for money. That's what income is. Okay. Cash flow, basically, uh, I'll give you an example. Let's just say I'm a millionaire, okay? I make $1 million a year. But my lifestyle is $2 million a year. Mm -hmm. You do the math, you see my cash flow, the time is only six months. And I'm just like another person living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. So that's the difference in income and cash flow. And a lot of people get that mixed up all the time. They think 
that they need more income. No, you don't. You need to increase your cash flow. And how do you do that? You minimize your taxes. What's the next thing you do? Because taxes cause debt. Get out of debt. Um. Wow. Do you know, Terrence, that you know? Not long ago, I had I, I have been telling individuals uh, after I started my own business as well, home based business, that stop trying to chase an income. You keep trying to get promoted to make more money to spend more money. But it's really what you do with what you have. That's why I say it's not too late. And I shared with the listeners last week that you can uh, come out of debt still, no matter what your income is. You can be making $30,000. The point is that you have to take out of your household uh, less than what you're bringing in, not more than what you're bringing in. And that's what keep uh, us in debt. But Terrence, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this um, income and and then we're going to go into what this with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Income shifting is. That, that is something that, that terminology is something I believe our listeners will benefit from. So listeners out there, and I want to thank Irene again. She said, don't take advice from someone that is not where you want to be. Absolutely. Got to give you a hand clap on that one. So hold what you got. We'll be right back. We pray that you are enjoying this message with Life in the Word with Dr. Johnson. You may find more podcasts just like this on Spreaker.com at 4More Radio. Invite your friends, family, and coworkers to listen in or download messages from your favorite podcast such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Podcasts, and Cashbox, Google and Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. Now back to Life in the Word with Dr. Johnson. All right, welcome back, listeners. We are talking with Terrence Hill. He's talking about cash flow, coming out of debt, and now, you know, in in that income. So Terrence, continue to share with our listeners exactly that income shifting. What is income shifting? Okay, that's a good. Another great question, and a lot of people don't understand it. Uh, the wealthy, they do. <laughs> and you know, repositioning your your dollars, mm. shifting them back from the people who's taking them away from you. Okay. Now, to help in, uh, I guess to give an illustration, uh, if people really understood this. It's two entities out there. The government, for one, right? They don't have any money. The government get their money from 
approved, Anita, us, the people, right? Yes, yes. So they get it by way of taxes. If the if the listeners really understood this, they take one third of your income before you even get it. Now, this is for a person who works a job, okay? Yes. A W-2 employed person. Now, the government got to take the first one third. We always say 30%. So when you think about that, that's like you working, trading your time for money from January to April. You yeah. working for the government. Yeah. Now, because we said earlier how taxes cause debt, even though you do want to live a good lifestyle, let's just say you're making $50,000 a year, but after that 30% is gone, right, you're not there, so you pull out what they call a credit card. Mm-hmm. Now you go get into debt. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Now the banks are taking the second one-third of your income. Oh, my goodness. See, the government <laughs> have no money. They get it from the people. Uh-huh. The banks don't have no money. They get it from the people by way of debt, you know, because they call it interest. Anything yeah. you borrow, you must pay back. And here's the, here's the cool thing about it. God said don't he don't want his people to be in debt. He That's said, right. oh, no, man, anything, but to love one another. Yes. It's, as well. So uh-huh. that's what I'm shifting is all about. It's going to show people and teach people how to keep their hard-earned dollars in their pocket before they give it all away to the government and then give it to, you know, the banks. That's what income shifting is all about. Wow. Listen, I hope you all got that. Welcome, Pastor Welch. Um, we're talking about finance fitness. We got um, Terrence Hill. He is a finance expert and, and CEO, and he, he deals with this. So, Terrence, I'm going to ask you this. So, we both are in the business of educating people. You've explained to us about income shifting and, and cash flow, what that means. And, and you've even said to get us a mentor and stay focused. Don't get distracted uh, because these are the choices that we make. So, there's really no distraction. We decide to do what we do do right so yeah. as i said we're both in the in, in the business of educating people uh to take control of their financial future so i am sure that when you're talking to people out there and you talk to i'm sure you talk to many people on a, a daily basis um to get some uh you probably get the same statements that i get i get statements like Dr. Johnson, I'm living check to check how am i going to pay off what i have how am i going to pay off my debt because that's what we teach them, right? That you can, no matter how much you make, you can pay off your debt. And also I get a question, well, Dr. Johnson, how I, I could barely pay pay my bills. How am I going to start saving money? So Terrence, how do you begin coaching them in that situation when they're already, be, their mind is already, I'm in a negative state. How do I get to a positive state? And, and, okay, that's a great one. And, and I ain't going to lie. I've been... I, I was negative, I tell you, I used to be so negative that I learned how to be positive. <laughs> and now a negative person can't even bring that negative to me without me making it positive. So hey, I, I always ask the question, right? I, especially if this person is working, okay? I always ask a question. And here's a question because I know when they come into you with that mindset, you just, it's something that they don't know. It's something that they don't understand. Yes. Because they've been around that mindset for a long time. And you can't just change it right away. Yes. So when you act, then, believe it or not, 
I know it's in the Bible, asking you shall receive. Yes. But when I ask, I say to that person, I said, if you don't mind me asking, let me ask you a question. Do you see a difference in what you gross and what you net, Benita? That's mm. the first question I ask anybody who come with that stinking thinking. Yeah. Do you see a difference in what you gross and what you net? And guess what? Every time, <laughs> they don't even have to say nothing. You can just watch their body language. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you know when, when sometimes when people like when I get excited, I lift my eyebrows. My eyebrows go up. Uh huh. You see they face frown uh-huh. because they know the difference in what they gross and what they net. Wow. And once again, everything that's in between what you gross and net, the biggest expense is taxes. <laughs> you see how we keep coming back to taxes? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's a big expense. So when I when I do find that out. That's what I say, you know, and they agree with it. So would you consider repositioning your tax dollars and put them into your pocket? So not only could you pay your bills, but now you can start getting out of debt or investing. Would you consider that? And that's what I asked them. And if they say yes, of course, the coaching begins. But if they say no, once again, I know the Bible also said the poor will always be amongst us. So they're just not ready yet. So I yeah. meet people with up, Anita. And for those type of people, they're just not ready yet. And I don't want to make them feel bad. I give them a card. I say, contact me. Once you, you know, I don't tell them once they're ready to get off the nail, like the dog, you know, the joke right. you said. But, uh-huh. you know, once you're ready to start, all you got to do is contact me. And I'm ready to help you. But I do see where we got money that we could reposition. Mm. Reposition. I like that word. How do they reposition that money? I know they're going to write it down, but how do they begin to reposition it? Well, first they have to learn how to uh, correct that, uh, correctly fill out that form W-4. Okay. Now that that form, a lot of people don't even know what that form means. That form basically say, uh, tell your employer how much money to withhold from your paycheck. See, here's, here's, here's an interesting fact. Out of all the taxes, and I know growing up, I'm going to just tell you, Benita, I was scared, too, of the alphabet, and I was scared of numbers, IRS, you know. Yep. You know see, that's what wealthy, that's wealthy people talk. Yes. We wasn't never uh, uh, taught that. So we just hear how many kids, how many children you got, and that's the wrong way to tell yeah. our employer money to withhold from our check. Mm. We must go and read it, and it clearly states the purpose of that form. And it clearly states when and how often you should fill out that form every time your financial situation changes. Yes. Three times a year, one time a year, but at least this is a good time right now for all your listeners to fill that form, the W-4. That is how it all starts. Learn how to correctly fill out that form right there. That form will put more money back in your pocket, won't it? It'll stop you from losing more money. And a lot of people think they have to go get money. That's not right. what you said. A lot of people think I got to go work and get more money. No. Stop losing the money. Yes. Man, that's good. That's really good. So we, we, we talked about repositioning. Now, how important is it to protect your income, the income that you do have? How important is that? Okay, yeah. And, and, and that's great because of what we do, Throughout this whole financial transformation, right, we want people to shift their money from the highest tax uh, tax rate to the lowest. Okay, yes. 
if you're a W-2 person or employee, that just means you're working a job, that means you get uh, taxed at the highest rate, anywhere between 28 33%. I know we said 30 that's just a cut in the middle. And we just want you to shift it into the middle, okay? The middle part is what we call 1099. All that is is, you know, you own, operate, like we said, a home-based business, okay? It could be any business. It's probably somebody listening to self-employed, and they don't understand this. See, that is taxed anywhere between 18 to 23%. See, you save yourself 10% just by income shifting. Mm. And then, of course, the la- uh, not the last, but the next, before I get to income protection, the next thing that you want to shift to, once you get to 1099, see, you want to become an investor. Why do you want to become an investor? Because that is taxed less than 15%. See, what mm. people don't understand is money works. It's reinvented <laughs> to make more money. And one cool thing about money, it never gets tired. It never sleeps. It never calls in. And it never gets an attitude. So you mm. want your money to keep making money. Now, now that you went through those uh, uh, three steps, in the, three strategies in the transformation, now, Benita, you got to come to a point where you got to have that money protected. Yes. Now, why do you want to talk about getting it protected? First of all, I want people to understand, and if you're taking notes, write down the two objectives that everybody get up and go to work. See, you have to take care of your current lifestyle, which we know is paid for by you trading your time for money. We call that labor. Nothing wrong with it. Yes. Then, at the same time, you must pay attention. Use some of the income you got today to start funding your future lifestyle, mm. which will come from investments see, or, or, or other assets, okay, or accumulation of thereof. Because here's what we understand. One of three things will happen, Benita. One, whoever hired you, they can fire you. Yes. Two, you might get to the point where, hey, I just don't want to work no more. Or three, if we get to the right for old age, let's just say 90, yes. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. Where will your income come from? See, you won't be able to do the things that you was doing. So I know I said all that to come back to income protection. Uh-huh. Income protection, if you are the breadwinner, you are the working, let's just say if you uh, a money machine. And you print out however much money you're making today. Okay, let's just say $50,000 a year. That's what you're making. Yes. When you get hurt, when you go down, no, I don't want to say when. Should you get hurt, should you not be able to to, to trade your time for money, and you're making $50,000 a year, what do you have in place that's going to protect that $50,000 a year? Okay? See, insurance, like, let's just say, you know, you have a, a, an asset that you want to protect. Yes. Because anything can happen to you. We will put insurance on our phones. We will put insurance on our car. We will put insurance on everything else except for the person who's making the money. Mm, that's true. So that's why you want to protect the income, okay? If you're making $50,000 a year, most people don't understand. You got to multiply that by like 10. And if you have a million dollars, Think about it. A million dollars 
bring it in at a return of 5%. See, that would yield you $50,000 a year. But see, most people don't have a million dollars. Yeah. And they have no insurance to protect them in the event that life happens, you know? Yes. So that's why it's so important to protect it. And then, and the reason why I say the education is so important to Vanita, me growing up, let's just say people are at that point. Yes. And they they have a million-dollar policy. Do you know the first thing when I ask people, okay, what would you do if you fall into a million-dollar policy? What's the first thing you do? People say, I'll pay all my debt off. <laughs> I say, God bless them. And I just <laughs> help them understand, you finna spend your whole principal, and now you're down to 500000 Remember, if you just invest a million and let it bring five percent you still at fifty thousand dollars now how you start generational wealth that's how you leave an inheritance for your children children they would just live off of the million dollar policy or the million dollar principle and just keep getting the fifty thousand dollars a year keep getting the fifty thousand dollars a year you know they don't need it so their kids they transfer that's how the wealthy stay wealthy, Benita. That is so true. I've seen it over and over time again where um, certain um, cultures, that's what they do. They they leave wealth for their um, children and there's other cultures that, that do not engage in that. But you've given us, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, just so much to to go back and, and, and study and, and read over and get this in our spirit and make up in our mind and we're going to develop a plan. And I like how you said that we protect everything but our income. And, and, and so often, like you say, people are trying to uh, make more money on their job and get promoted instead of using what you have to uh, do the things that, that need to be done as far as paying off debt, investing. And I, this is what I do know about investing is that uh, it, it is, it's like a credit to your, on your taxes. So if I have a, um, uh, 501s, uh, I mean, a four, a four, a 401k, right? So if I have a 401k and it's, it's not taxed up front, so they subtract that when it comes to my earned income. And that's very helpful when you, when you're talking about investing, but so many don't invest. Exactly. And, and, and you, you, you're spot on. And, uh, I remember, and, and, I'm, and, and I just want to give an example about that because you, you're dead on. And that's what we call tax deferred. Anytime we get something and it's tax deferred, right? That just means we pay later. And a lot of people, you know, we, one thing I want to just throw this disclaimer out there. We don't tell people what to do with their money. Yes. We just tell how it works. I just want to throw that disclaimer out there. But a guy had, get, he said, okay, think about this. If you work for $1,000, okay? Yes. It's taxed at 30%. So you're only going to bring home 700 Yes. Now, once you work and you want to, you know, you're working for the same $1,000, whatever the case may be, and you invested into the 401k, a tax deferred, see, you still made the whole $1,000. It just mm-hmm. so happened that whatever you put into <laughs> your investment, it lowered your tax liability. And that's so what we want. Exactly. You kept the money and now it, it is able to invest more because of that's tax deferred. And if it invested 
before taxes, now you have more that will compound over time. That's how you get wealth. You need time, you need money. And that is what uh, Terrence mentioned when he was talking about that W-4, uh, reassessing what your W-4 looks like. And so, so Terrence, so is there a specific time or a point in a person's life that they should begin investing? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, the earlier, the better. Yes. <laughs> the earlier, the better. But it's never too late. Yes. I, I heard that at, at the age of 50, you can do a catch up. <laughs> Well, well, you know, they do have some, you know, like when you have a Roth IRA, uh, not Roth IRA, well, yeah, Roth and traditional IRAs, they yes. do, and that's why they have it, because of that, that lets you know, that's like a red flag, once I start learning this, okay, so, if y'all gonna give me a catch-up at this age, why y'all just didn't teach me at an early age, you know, <laughs> they, what institution teaches how money works? That, I don't know and, any. And so, you know, the further I go, the further I see and yeah. that's just me and my perspective on it. But um, yeah, they do have a catch up, you know. And 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 every year, you will see it it will increase. And uh, just like the tax benefits of operating a home based business, you know, when you could drive your car and the government giving you fifty six cents a mile or fifty seven cents a mile, they always adjust it to something that we didn't talk about today, which is called inflation. See, people finna get rid and feel inflation right now if. They think they were struggling, yeah. you know, pre-COVID, during COVID, yes. wait to post-COVID because somebody going to be out there and they want to get what they lost. They're going to try to get it all on one or two sales. And that's when you see inflation. Wow. That, that's a whole nother area right there. Inflation <laughs> and yeah. understanding inflation. So you yeah. talked about, you mentioned a home-based business. Does a home-based business, and many our listeners always hear, oh, if you had a home-based business, you can have deductions, you can write off. Is was that helpful uh, when it comes to your taxes if you have a home-based business? That's very, very helpful. And here's why I say that that's, that's very helpful. Because when you understand how money works and you operate a home-based business, see, you get the same tax deductions that McDonald's get, you know? Yes. You could things that you're using already. See, your mortgage, you get to write off percentages of your mortgage, utilities, cell phone, uh, mileage like we just talked about, uh, meals, the Internet. See, those things, you're going to use them anyway. And what we like to say is we like to get people to convert your bills to business expenses because that's what business owners do. And guess what? The IRS will allow you to do that. You don't have to be scared of the three letters once you educate it. And I just, I'm going to just throw some numbers out there. See, to give people a visual, I know between mortgage, rent, whatever the case may be, utilities, uh, cell phone, mileage, uh, meals, internet, I know people spend at least $12,000 a year probably on some of that right there. I do too. Now, <laughs> that 12000 right there. Yeah. They have to pay taxes on it. So 30%, let's just say that's $3,600. Now, if you was able to write that off because you're in a home-based business, guess what? The 3600 stayed in your pocket. Mm. Benita, a lot of people don't get this. Yeah. Tax savings is the best savings because when you save a dollar in taxes, you save the whole dollar. But <laughs> when you go work for one, there's a strategy that the wealthy use. Yes, it is. 
So let me ask you this. Um, this is another question that uh, I always get and I always hear from, from so many people and they have a misunderstanding with this, um, Terrence, is that um, they may say, I have bad credit. Can I recover? And would credit repair really help my financial stability long term? And can you give us uh, and our listeners uh, just some feedback regarding uh, credit repair uh, in reference to having bad credit? Okay. Yes, I do. And uh, what I love to say, I won't say repair. I say credit education. Okay. <laughs> and it's fine because it's very important that you understand how credit works. You learn that because that's a, a very, very important part of your life. And once you learn it, and, 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 and we have the system that teaches you step by step how to correct and it educates you your own credit. And I would not pay nobody to fix my credit. And here's why I would. Because if I pay somebody to do it, what did I learn? Now, within two years, let's just say if you do pay somebody. And ain't nothing wrong with it. People do what they want to do with their money. But if you do pay somebody, within two years, you back into the same credit dilemma. True. But when you learn, you won't go back because you remember how painful that was yes so that's why i would say you educate yourself and don't pay nobody to repair it you educate yourself and take the time out if credit is important to you and fix your own credit and the system that we use it'll get you 750 and it'll show you step by step how to do it it has the letters it have everything that you need uh because most people when they pay a lot of people just focus on one aspect of getting the credit repair, you know, for the person who who's going to charge your arm and leg to do it. Yes. See, they got only focus on probably the negative part. So mm. you got four, it's four other categories that goes with that. And so you want to hit all of them because it tallies up to a hundred percent. They might just, you know, hook you up with a portion that say 20%. And now you, your credit score went up three or five points, but you might need your credit to go up to 750 so you can get the, the best rates around should you have to loan the money. Which saves you money. Am I correct? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what income shipping is all about. <laughs> uh, Irene said that if you fix your credit, you learn more, less likely to fall back into bad credit. And I absolutely agree. And that's good. And uh, thank you for sharing uh, that, Irene. So when you say this, that's what we teach. Give our viewers, listeners some information, uh, reference, uh, what you do as far as how you can provide a service or any type of support that they may need in Pacific areas that you have available. Well, uh, see, one thing about what we do, we cover all aspects of personal financial success. So, you know, whether it's uh, debt, uh, debt elimination, we're going to educate you. High taxes, we're going to educate you. Um, inflation, because that's going to hit, we're going to educate you on inflation. Because see, that's something that business owners control. But one of the biggest things that we do is help you understand the system in America. See, a lot of people, I like to say, we need to been seeing wrong for so long. When they see right, they think it's wrong. See, America, it was built off of capitalism. See, capitalism just basically means the informed will take advantage of the uninformed. Yes. That's what 
people were saying, go to school, get a good job, get that next promotion, whatever the case may be. But that was wrong. That's not what other people was doing. Because somebody had to own a job. Uh-huh. Somebody had to company, I'm sorry, where you working the job. See what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. that ain't what the wealthy was doing. So yeah, that's what right. we provide. And we show you solutions that will show you how to pull the cash back, income shift, into your pocket. Okay? Then we're going to show you how to buy, build, or grow an asset. We provide you with the strategy. You need the education. We provide you with the software. You need the software to implement the strategy. Yes. We provide you with the system. See, you need that plan. Yes. See, we, what we do know, and we also provide you with the support. Personal, you're going to tra- you're gonna take your personal mind. Because I, like we were talking earlier, you got an operation side and you got a financial side yes. of life, period. That's up, period. If you operate your life, robbing Peter to pay Paul, and you decide to start a business, your business is going to be doing the same thing, robbing Peter to pay Paul. And before long, you'll find yourself out of business. So that's what we saw. We show people how to attain personal financial success. That's what we do, Benita. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh, it is time to end our podcast. I tell you, time flew by. I want to <laughs> thank you again, uh, Terrence Hill. I put into the chat room info at TerrenceHill.com. And also I will post on my Facebook page how to get in contact with him. Do you have any other contact information you want to share at this time, Terrence? Well, I'm just on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I am uh, Terrence Hill. All you got to do is look up Terrence Hill. That's my name. And make sure you spell it right. It's (laughs) T-A-R-E-N-C-E Hill. Yes. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking time out to come onto the podcast. And listeners, I know you all have been blessed. I know y'all were taking notes. Even if you were riding in your car, you're going to go back and listen to this podcast. So I want to leave you all with this scripture in Deuteronomy 8, 17 through 18. And one of my favorite uh, translations, the Message Bible, it says that if you start thinking to yourselves, I did all this all and all by myself, I'm rich. It's all mine. Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all this wealth so as to confirm the covenant that he promised to your ancestors as it is today. So give God the glory for all that he has done and shall do in your life and stay humble, persevere. So if you enjoyed this message in our podcast with uh, Terrence Hill, please uh, go back and forward this message to someone concerning financial health to get financially fit. So we're so much better in a position to win because of our guest speaker, Terrence Hill, on today. Again, thank you and God bless you all. And remember, forward this message to someone that you care about. Go back and listen to it, download it. And remember, we are in a season of urgency and have no time for procrastination, no time to doubt or hesitate. So join us next week. Next week, we're going to go into a new, brand new segment called March March Happiness with happy readers from all around the world, those who have uh, authored books and those that have published books as well. So if you aspire, desire, or just need uh, mentoring, join us next week. Invite a friend to our series, uh, Happy Readers. And remember to get my top selling book on leadership 
Artopsy of a Dead Leader. You can find it at www.benitajohnsonministries.com. And if you want a signed copy, uh, you can go onto the website or either email benitajohnsonministries at gmail.com. Thank you again, Terrence Hill. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, chat room listeners out there. We appreciate you. We love you. Until next time, be encouraged, be strong, be in the word. I love you. And so does Jesus. God bless you. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.